Hello, I'm Jill Sutton, and welcome to Living Her Legacy, a podcast that features heart-to-heart conversations between mamas who are navigating everything that changes after having children. Right now, let's give ourselves grace to change, to let go of what no longer serves us, and unapologetically take up space. This knowing and owning our self-worth is the key to living a fulfilled life, our best life. Don't just leave a legacy, live one. Hey, Katie, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you, Jill? Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. Welcome to the podcast. (laughs) Yay, I'm excited. Me too. I would love for you to introduce yourself to the listening community and maybe tell us a little bit about yourself and where you're from. That's probably good. (laughs) Okay. Uh, my name is Katie Wallnoffer, and I am a ranch wife, a mom of three kids under three years old, three and under. I am a stay-at-home mom, ranch wife. I grew up in Wyoming and moved to Nebraska when I married my husband, and I decided this last year to pursue a little, I call it my mini-ministry on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, and it's called Braided Branch Co., and that's just been a super big blessing and something this mom can do after chasing three little kids all day to kind of get connected with some other women and moms online. I love how kind of the social media community is really allowing a lot of of moms, especially, you know, stay at home moms to kind of get involved and start something. And I think that's a really cool opportunity. Yeah, I agree. It's just fun to see them all have their own spark. And I feel like just gives them a little extra life in the day. Mm-hmm. So tell me, I actually had to kind of like look it up to be sure that I knew what a rancher was, but can you explain like the difference between that and like farming? Yeah, uh, a ranch wife uh, versus a farm wife is um, ranching. We mostly just run cattle. Some ranching operations do have farms also, which they would put up the produce for their cattle, so the corn for their cattle. We are just a complete cow operation. So we are a cow-calf operation, and so we raise the mamas to have babies and then we grow them to about 600 pounds and then sell them to someone who will finish them to go to the grocery store someday. Did you grow up on a farm or did you grow up on land? I didn't. I actually grew up in Cheyenne, Wyoming, the city, the town. <laughs> and uh, I, I guess in high school, I didn't know who I wanted to be. And I was very lost and kind of just tried all the things. And I fell into FFA and ag and some, I found like some of my best friends there. And I started raising show steers to show for FFA and 4-H and just fell in love with it. FFA, we, we did competitions and I was like, this is what I want to do someday. I want to be an advocate for agriculture. And I just found my passion and love for it randomly. And it was, I mean, now looking back, it was no coincidence. Mm -hmm. But at the time, 
you know, my sister, my little sister would make fun of me and that I was in the ag, ag crowd or whatever. Of course. Of course. (laughs) So then, so that kind of set you up obviously for your future. And then how did you end up meeting your husband? We met in uh, college. He was on the rodeo team at the community college there. And he was doing an ag business major and I decided to do an ag communications major. So our college campus had like a building where all the ag science, ag business people would just hang out all the time. And that's where we met, but we didn't start dating until two years later. He had come home to the ranch and I continued going to college at the University of Wyoming. And he reached out one day and I, I invited him to breakfast <laughs> of all things, but we ended up going dancing and um, just after that history wrote mm-hmm. itself. Now, is he from Wyoming also? He's not. He is. Uh, we live in North Central Nebraska now. So we live on his parents' ranch and he helps his dad ranch on our operation here wow yeah what a cool story yeah it is it's (laughs) it it definitely sometimes seems like a fairy tale but I know you had kind of filled out some of the questions and one of the things you talked about was just how things in life are not a coincidence and God really like sets you up for things. And so obviously that right there, just that story alone kind of shows, um, his hand in your life. I think that's awesome. Yeah, it was, we talk about that all the time, you know, that God, we always were attracted to each other, you know, just the coincidences. It wasn't any coincidence. It wasn't a coincidence that I fell in love with agriculture and went to college to learn about ag and, it wasn't a coincidence that I was like, I want to marry a rancher someday because he already knew God knew already. He's like, well, I have a rancher for you. <laughs> That's right. So then you guys started your yeah. family and you've got three littles under three. Woo. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Tell me about that. <laughs> yeah. It, it has gone really fast. I um, our first pregnancy ended in a miscarriage, which um, really brought me so close to the Lord. And I think it was kind of him waking me up a little bit and saying, look, I want you to be a mom, but you can't do this without me. So start leaning in. And so after our miscarriage, we got pregnant with my daughter, Sage, who's three and a half now. And then when she was 10 months old, we got pregnant with my son Walker and he turns two this month. And then when my son was, when Walker was seven months, we got pregnant with our son Bridger. We just thought it takes some people a long time. So we just thought we would just not, not try. (laughs) Right. You never know. I mean, you never know until you start trying and like some people, yeah, have a gift of fertility and can get pregnant. And there's others that really, you know, it does, it takes a really long time or a lot of trials to get pregnant. So planning and yeah. yeah, And so I feel, 
I have a, quite a few friends that are in that mm-hmm. season of their life that mm-hmm. they are waiting in between kids for so long. And I, I don't understand, I can't understand that, but I would, I love to pray over them and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just remind them, you know, it's so hard in the moment, but just remind them that God, you know, he, his timing, he, he'll figure it out. And you don't understand in that moment. You know, when I lost my first baby, I didn't understand mm-hmm. in the moment, but now looking back, you know, hindsight, you realize how good God really is. And mm-hmm. I think that's so important to remember and remember what he has done to get you through those moments where you don't understand what he's doing yet. Mm-hmm. So tell me about where the idea behind Braided Branch Co. came from. Yes, it, it started with three friends. Um, we were in a coffee shop one day and we were, well, we were like, what if we write a book like for ranch wives together? And they both are ranch wives. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. And so we kind of started brewing ideas and putting that together. And I was like, well, if we want to publish a book someday, like we need to have an online presence. So I was like, let's get Instagram going. And so we kind of started that and we came up with our name in the living room on a play date with nine kids running around. It was loud and crazy, but uh, we knew we really liked the word branch and that the Lord is our branch. We need to build our foundation on him and he will refine us so we can become more fruitful. And then there's, there was three of us and the braid and in Ecclesiastes, um, it's an often a wedding verse that people quote, but you know, that three quarts strands are stronger together than one so it started out like that so we had this idea that it was the three friends we were building this platform on the foundation of the lord my two dear friends emily and keely they decided that this wasn't the season for them to be doing something like this they were really excited and they said they loved the idea and that's why they were so excited about it so they were like we think this is for you though like we think god has this for you and I'm like, okay. I said, but what are, what am I going to do by myself doing this? Like I have three kids. How am I going to find the time? And ever since they've stepped back, it's just been amazing that the, the things that the Lord is providing and opening doors, you reaching out to me. I've had other women reaching out to me saying that they want to do collabs or put something together. And I just am like, what? Like, yeah. Lord, what are you doing? Because I just, I do not see it. I am just completely humbled over here. Like I just, I'm just showing up every day, like showing what I do on a daily basis as a mom, as a ranch wife. And the Lord just keeps providing. It was very reassuring after they decided that they weren't wanting to be online, that it's okay that I still was meant to be online. So that's kind of how Braided Branch all came about. And I just am so excited to see where it is and the people that are here, just love on them. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about the purpose of it. You're posting mostly like, is it like your life story and to like encourage other moms or what is kind of the premise of it? So like my mission statement is along the lines of encouraging women, specifically ranching and farm wives more so 
to lean on the Lord, who was an always certain God. He is always there for us. He is always near us. We can always go to him during the uncertainties of ranch life. Because there's so much uncertainties in the world of agriculture, the markets, the weather, if your cattle are going to be sick, if your crops are going to grow, if a hailstorm comes and wipes out all your crops. There's so many uncertainties every day in this life, but it's so much easier to be an agriculturalist if you can lean on the Lord and know that he's going to take care of you despite all of those uncertainties. Yeah, I think like the majority of the world got a slight taste of uncertainty during the pandemic, you know, because things were changing a lot for everyone else. But for the most part, most people's jobs are pretty steady. You know, it's not like a rain or a hailstorm is going to ruin your year, your fiscal year, you know? So whereas in farming and ranching, I mean, that really is a reality. Yeah. Every day. What are some of the things that you do to just kind of keep your trust in God and your faith in God, even in the, in the good times. I definitely think reading just scripture has really been so important to me for understanding who God is. And that's kind of like a daily practice I try to do is just see how can I find God today? Hmm. And even in the good times, like how can I find God in my children? Because they see the world with such innocence. Yesterday, my son, he was looking at this beautiful moth butterfly and just seeing him, he's so amazed by it. I'm like, wow, you know, that's probably like when we admire something in nature, that's what God looks at us like and how we look at our children. And so just every day, just really leaning into what good you bring us in all the moments I have to say talking about the things with people like talking about God with your friends like find those friends and talk about it because it's fun it's fun to talk about the great things that God's been doing in your life especially in the good moments, you know, especially when the cattle markets are great and you're like, guess what? We sold calves today and we got a good prize. Like, thank you, Lord. But in the hard moments too, because they're going to help you remember, for instance, we had a flood in 2019 and it washed out all the roads, you know, during that, that time we could talk about it and, you know, be like, okay, what is the Lord doing? Like, this is not good. The ranchers were stressed. They were very grumpy. <laughs> I just remember how grumpy my father-in-law was and my husband because they were getting stuck everywhere. It caused a lot of trouble. When we talked to our friends about it, you know, they would be like, well, remember in 2000 when we got that flood? And then what came out of it and look at all the things the Lord provided after that. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people, Christian and non-Christian alike, that speak on the benefits of gratitude and how just keeping a daily gratitude journal can change your life. I mean, it really can change your life. It changes your outlook, changes your attitude, changes so much about you um, physiologically. But I just think like having positive thought like can really change you so dramatically. So I think 
being grateful and being able to recall on those times when really God showed himself in your past is sometimes the only way to get through a hard time in the future or present. How do you feel having kids has changed you? Yes. I posted a TikTok many, many weeks ago, and it said something along the lines of, if you knew me before I was a mom, like you need to meet me again. You need to meet this new person. Because having kids, like, I did not know what it would do to me as a person in such a good way. I'm so thankful, so thankful that the Lord gave me these three little people to manage and learn from because I think they teach me more every day than I teach them. After having my daughter, I had postpartum anxiety and didn't know it. And till the hindsight, right? Mm-hmm. And I would have dreams the house would catch on fire and I wouldn't be able to get to her. And so I made my husband put fire extinguishers like outside of each of our doors. <laughs> and looking back, I'm like, oh my, that was crazy. <laughs> crazy. But I think a lot of women go through that. And it got to the point where I was not sleeping at night. So I was, I would pray Psalms 23 prayer. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. And I would just pray that over and over and over. And then one day it was gone. Hmm. My anxiety was gone. I woke up one day and it was gone. I just had no more anxiety. It was crazy. I, I know some people have to go see a doctor for that. If anyone here listening to this has postpartum anxiety or depression and cannot get out of bed, go see a doctor because it is something that's not uncommon. But I was just so thankful that I was able to wake up and it be gone. Mm -hmm. Then I had my son and then I got postpartum depression and I would be on the kitchen floor bawling. And I'd be so frustrated at myself because I'm like, Lord, I I read my Bible today. I prayed. Like, why do I feel this way? Why am I so sad? Why can I not stop crying? I just kept hearing him calling to me and saying, like, you need to go find friends. I was out in the middle of nowhere on this mm-hmm. ranch with these two babies. My husband was working all day. He wouldn't get home until nine o'clock at night, the kids were in bed. So that's when I started a women's Bible study group. They were my saving grace Mm -hmm. because I bawled so many times in that room to them. Um, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I was like, mom, I feel guilty because I'm taking care of this baby and don't give my daughter enough attention. I have no energy left for my husband. I'm praying over me and us just talking about I feel that way too. Like, I think half of them there said that they had postpartum depression and were on some sort of medication. Mm-hmm. And they were like, this is normal. It's okay. I just was like so thankful that I could understood the discerning voice of the Lord saying, go, like, go find this group, go find women because you can't do this alone. And like, I think that's been something I've really realized as a mom we can't do this alone not only do we need the lord on our side to get us through but we need other moms that can lift us up and encourage us and be there for us because 
as much as we don't want to be in the down moments, as much as we mm-hmm. fill out our prayer calendars, fill out our gratitude journals, work out, you know, eat good foods, get enough sleep. Like there are just going to be days where it is hard, like as moms. Mm-hmm. I love that God's voice spoke to you in such a like just get some friends like it wasn't like read your bible more or pray to me more you know like you really felt him calling you to have a community and that's like it just like shows how cool god is like he's not you know like he's just like you need some friends like i love that yes yeah i feel like he's a lot less logistical than we make him seem you know like oh, today I didn't read my Bible, so I'm not going to hear from the Lord. He's not that way. He will find us where we're at. And I think that as moms so much, we need to be reminded of that. I pick the Bible and normally I read it on my phone now because my kids, I don't want them ripping the pages of my Bible, but he finds me where I'm at. And sometimes it's just reading someone's Instagram post that has a verse on it. And I'm like, okay, that's my Bible for the day because between everything else I have to do as a mom sometimes I didn't have that time to sit down and have that beautiful quiet time yeah I think it really shows like God as a picture of grace to us because we we in our minds make him out to be like if I don't do this then this is going to happen or if I don't do this I'm not going to get this and that's totally not how God works and but we think that still we think that still like I didn't I didn't you know, I don't know, something didn't, I missed a meeting today and it was because I didn't read my Bible this morning. (laughs) It's like, no, that's just not, it's not how God is. That's not who he is. He doesn't, he doesn't care about that. Like he is a God of grace and he wants to give us good gifts and he wants to give us good things. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like we can relate that with our children so much too, because I mean, eventually they'll get older and maybe have more opinions, but as little children, our children also give us so much grace. And I feel like we can just see the Lord through them so much in that sense too. That leads me to my next question then is the one that I ask everybody on the podcast is what does it mean to you to be living in your legacy? Yeah, I feel like this question is so big in agriculture. I think that is because we are generational. My husband is working on his old ranch. And what does that mean to him to be doing the same thing that his granddad was doing, driving the same tractor his granddad drove? And my son eventually will be doing the same thing. Maybe, maybe he'll decide to do something other than ranch. But when I think about this with my kids and leaving this legacy with them, it's more about remembering to me I feel like legacy means remembering let's remember the values that we have and our our grandparents had and so I just really hope that I leave this legacy of them remembering that their parents loved the Lord that they stewarded the land well that they were kind to animals and loved animals and wanted just to feed the world and nourish people and the lord in the bible you know generations and legacies were a big thing in the bible a lot of it was about remembering and celebrating i think when 
my kids move on to the next stage of life or when my father-in-law and mother-in-law decide to step down from the ranch and we fill in their shoes as the head operators like we need to remember what they did for us the blood sweat and tears that they put into the ranch I hope that my kids can see that and remember that and just remember how much their parents wanted this life for them beautifully said I love how too you're talking about how (laughs) how like ranching is generational (laughs) and especially I mean just that lifestyle in general farming ranching like it is hard work and it really I mean I'm impressed (laughs) thanks yeah it's hard but it the reward is high I bet so I'd love to maybe like just talk about like where you're at now and what the future for a braided branch co looks like or what what do you want it to look like (laughs) so as somebody that has always been a big dreamer I can't believe I'm saying this but I have absolutely no idea where I will be with Braided Branch in the future. I'm completely leaving it up to the Lord. I just show up every day and be obedient. If I feel like I'm supposed to post a verse that day, I'll post a verse. If I feel like I'm supposed to post a prayer, if I feel like I'm supposed to post something about being a ranch wife, I'll do that. I really am trying to focus on being grateful for the little. Mm. Because I think it's so easy to get caught up and consumed in the, like, I mean, granted, if my page blew up someday, okay, Lord, like, what are you doing here? Because uh, I, like, I, would, I would be so grateful, like, it would be awesome. But I also want to just be so intentional in this now because there was, someone had posted on their Instagram page who has a bigger platform. And she had posted, some days I just wish that it was as intentional as the day when it was little. Like she just felt like she had so much people to keep up with, so many relationships or so many opinions and comments. And she had posted that. And I was like, yeah, like I want to enjoy this little now because if someday it would be bigger then I want to look back and know that I cherished every step along the way mm-hmm. and not just try to hurry and not, like kind of like our kids through life you know cherish the little moments like the three little toddlers now because eventually they're going to be gone from the house and they're going to be like ships in the night, going to school, going to activities. So kind of like the same concept, just enjoying the moment now. But not to say that I don't have dreams. I, I mean, I dream. I, I, I've like mentioned before, I would love to write a book someday if my kids will allow me to do that. <laughs> Um, I would love to have a book someday. 
I think it would be fun to podcast someday, but I don't, I don't know. And that's why today I was like, this is so crazy that I'm here because that's kind of a desire of my heart, but I know nothing about it. And I don't know if I talk well, I don't, you know, so I was like, this will be a fun, like little exercise to see what God, you know, if God would have this in the plans for the future. But, um, well, that would be really fun. I do have a prayer journal coming out in the next month. So I'm pretty excited for that. Um, so it'll just be these little pieces that'll come together and we will see where it goes. And maybe in the future, I'll be back here and I can talk about it. But... Yeah. I want to touch on a couple of different things that you said. One, I just feel like I go to Elevation Church here in the Charlotte area and my pastor, Pastor Stephen Furtick, talked um, last Sunday. His sermon was a steady hand for a sudden blessing and talked a lot about how God is steady in our life and he's called us to just like take one step at a time. But it doesn't mean like it doesn't mean that he can't bless us right away. But most of the time you know, we need to be steady and constant with the little things in order to have that, like be, mm-hmm. to be ready for that big blessing, right? He wants to set us up for success. Mm-hmm. So I just thought it was like really timely because especially when we're kind of starting these like baby projects, you know, like something that like, we're really passionate about and we feel God called us to knowing that like, yeah, we, of course we've got hopes and dreams for it to be something really big and impactful and, and, Um, but I also know, like when I started the podcast, it was kind of like, if I could reach one mama, like Mm -hmm. that's all that matters. Like that's, that's all I need out of it, out of the satisfaction of it. Do I want it to grow? Do I want to be doing it full time? Yeah, that would be amazing. But right now, like it, that's, that's probably not in the cards right now. And so I'm just trying to be faithful with the day to day, like you said, and, um, I think that's, that's just how you have to do it. Like you really have to just start small, be grateful for the small for each and every, like one person that, that is impacted by what you have to say or share. Um, I think that's where it starts. Yeah. The friendships, like, I mean, I'm getting teary over here thinking about it. The friendships that I have made online already from these people, I don't even know. Mm-hmm. And I message daily almost. It's like, if that's all, like, okay, I'm good with that. Like, mm-hmm. thank you, Lord, for putting these women in my life because mm-hmm. maybe I've changed theirs, but more than anything, they've changed mine. Yeah. 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 I definitely agree with that. I actually uh, have decided I'm going to start kind of a mini series just talking about ways that I've been impacted by all my guests, because I really feel like I've learned something and I've had a takeaway from every single person that I've talked to. I mean, it's just getting this like little snippet of wisdom out of their life and I get to hear about it. And that's something that I love about podcasting is just yeah. being able to have these relationships and being like, oh my goodness, I'm going to apply that to my life. Like that makes so much sense. Why didn't I think of that before? But like, it really is. It's impactful. Not only, you know, the people that are on and to, to the people that are listening, but like, to me, like, I definitely am learning and growing as I do this process. So I think that's really awesome. Yeah. Each woman is getting to share a gift of theirs with you. 
that's yeah, what I feel so like on, on Instagram. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, where can people find you? I am at braided branch co on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. And yeah. And then your prayer journal that's coming out, where will they be able to find that? Yeah. I don't know yet. (laughs) Um, (laughs) No, I have a flow. Really? I don't know, but uh, we're working. I'm working it out, but um, I have a flow desk Mm -hmm. email account and now they have a checkout system. And so I just need to learn a little bit about that. And then it'll probably be on my link Mm -hmm. um, on Instagram Mm -hmm. or on a link on Facebook, Mm -hmm. um, which we should be able to check out through Flowdesk. So I actually use Flowdesk also, and I haven't looked at that feature yet, but either way, when it comes out, let me know. I'll email my followers and yeah, if you guys want to sign up for Katie's email list to know when it comes out, we'll put a link in the show notes. Oh, I just yeah. got my final draft in today to get printed. So it'll be, oh, that's it'll awesome. be exciting. Yeah, that is so, so fun. Oh my goodness. It's going to be coil bound. So it'll be like easy to write in and it's called, um, weekly intentional prayer. And each day I kind of, I feel like there's so much we want to pray for, but especially as moms, we don't have time to, if I could pray for an hour, like that would be great. I could hit everything that I wanted to on my list, but I just, it's hard to do that in this season of life with kids. So, so it goes through and it's like Monday, this is what you could be praying for on Monday, um, Tuesday. Like you could be praying this on Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, so, you know, it takes you through your topics of like praying for your faith, praying for different people in your life, praying for your country and your leaders. And it just kind of like organizes it in a way that makes it attainable. So like praying for my husband doesn't go accidentally like weeks or months. And I'm like, I haven't prayed for my husband in a while. Like it's in there. It's like, these are the people that I want to be praying for on Fridays, like, um, or Saturdays, I think it's Saturdays, somebody else Saturday. So you're praying for all those other people and like not your needs that day. Cause you had a different day for that, you know? <laughs> right. Right. So. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay, so I'm well, really excited. Yeah. But, yeah. I'll definitely link it. So, so people can sign up to get it when it comes out. That would be so good. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It'll welcome. be exciting. So uh, yeah. And that's another one of those things. If it's a bust. All right. You got to try. Let me get in prayer journals for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. I really feel, I mean, that that's it. You, God just wants you to take a step. And I feel like this is, I feel like where people get so hung up is what if it, what ifs, what if it doesn't, what if, you know, whatever. And we, we just don't even do anything. And I feel like like the only way to know is to do it. Like God's going to course correct you. Like if it's not for you, like he's going to say, all right, that that's not where, the where I want you. And I really feel, I mean, I really feel that 
in life. And I feel like you just got to step out in faith and you got to walk one direction because he's going to course correct. He's going to say, nope, that's, that's not the way I want you to go. And he's going to, and he's going to open up another door. You just got to keep trying. Yeah. I heard uh, a book that I read recently, the dare to be book by Charlotte Campbell and Natalie Grant. They say it's just a logistical failure it's not a spiritual failure if you're doing what the Lord is telling you to do. Like logistically, okay, maybe the prayer journal won't work out, but they won't, they won't sell. And logistically, what, I mean, that's a little bit of a loss, but it wasn't a spiritual loss because I had to take the time with the Lord to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. And thinking about all the skill building that you're doing and making this, that just is going to get you ready for like the next venture. I always feel like too, I just feel like God doesn't waste anything. And so, yeah, it might be something that is a total bust, but it's going to be something that you're going to use down the road. So yeah, exactly. Well, awesome. I want to just thank you so much for showing up today and being authentically you. I tell everybody, I just feel like the most valuable and vulnerable thing you can do this day is be real. And I appreciate you. Thank you so much. This is so fun. My mission is to encourage you in that whatever season you are in, you can live with purpose and fulfillment. I want every mama to feel empowered with the ability to create change in order to be living your best life. A wonderful, free, and easy way to support this podcast is to follow and subscribe What that does for you is bookmarks this podcast at the top of your page, wherever you listen to your podcasts. It will also update to show you the latest episode released. What that does for me is it gives me the chance to be ranked in the podcast charts. Please also leave a star rating or a review. Not only does this help boost the credibility of the podcast, it also helps new listeners get a better understanding of the show. Plus, it gives me feedback on how I can make the show more enjoyable for all of you. There is a chance that I may read your review on a future episode. As a reminder, new episodes will be posted every Thursday. If you're interested at all on being on the podcast, please check out jillgsutton.com slash podcast. I'd love to have you on the show. Your voice can change the world.